What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 447th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Will. I'm, I just have to announce, you caught me off guard. I'm starting a new <laughs> Twitch program. It's going to become the next hit. Uh, mm. I, I will only do it on Thursday night, so I won't steal any of your viewers. But I am going to buy a case of Fabergé eggs and everybody can give me a million dollars per egg. I will open the egg for you and tell you what's inside. And then that's your egg. It's a, it's a killer idea, isn't it? Uh, it no. I mean, yes. And as long as I can be on stream uh, collecting the funds, and I will definitely put them through the right bank account. <laughs> Greg, also here? I am also here. I am also done with my first draft of my new Pokemon RPG rules. Very happy. Now I just need to find an ounce of free time to actually play them, mm. which I don't have. <laughs> All right. Agreed. Me too. Well, we have uh, quite a bit of news to cover here. We are recording one day early, recording on a Saturday instead of a Sunday. Because I'm busy tomorrow catching all the cuties. I don't think any... I shouldn't say that. I said I don't think any dramatic Pokemon news is going to drop on a Saturday night, but I don't know. Japan, sometimes, they have no bounds. And then we are about... When this episode comes up, we're like two episodes away from Pokemon Day. So we'll see if any new games get announced or shirts or clothing or any other brand deals that Pokemon wants to do this year. They're doing quite a bit, uh, which we're going to talk about. So before we begin, happy Black History Month. The Pokemon company did tweet today for the first time ever in history, uh, happy Black History Month. And I believe they are featuring black, cop, black Pokemon cosplayers uh, every single day on their Twitter um, and they started today with a black Leon cosplayer. So that is new. Obviously, the social media team at the Pokemon Company International really breaking down walls over there. I, w <laughs> I would say that like five years ago, their Twitter was the most boring, sterile corporate thing in the world. Yup. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now I feel like most people look forward to the tweets that the social media team is doing over at TCPI. So good for them. Let's start off. What's our best news this week? Mm, probably um, the person that got arrested for selling hacked Pokemon. We'll save yeah, that. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I'm into it. We gotta that's the good one. Yeah, we gotta we save gotta that. Build that one. Uh, let's start off with some uh, lighter news here. Netflix's A Pokemon Journeys is ending, but 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 that actually means that that season is ending. I feel like all these articles are clickbaity to think like, oh, are they done? Um, but Japan is already on the second season of Journeys, but I'm sure that it's going to be named differently here. But on March 5th, 2021, it will be the last... Well, they're doing 12 episodes, right? So it'll be the last 12 episodes. Yeah. And then, um, then we don't know. Uh, I would assume... That they'll probably show or preview something around the time. But I believe that these are doing pretty well on Netflix. So I don't see why. I don't know. I don't know where else Pokemon would go. Like, I don't know if they would be like, oh, we're starting the second season on Disney Plus or <laughs> like, I think they're probably pretty okay with Netflix. And the only reason I say that is because I have. So I have another article here from CBR.com. Pokemon is still powering American anime fandom, according to Netflix. 
According to Netflix's 2020 year in review, the streaming service and uh, the streaming services anime viewership has grown 100% in the last year. And Pokemon the Movie Strikes Back Evolution was one of the most viewed, viewed animes of the year. Pokemon the Movie Strikes Back? That wasn't the name of the movie. Pokemon <laughs> Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Okay, you left out oh. a word. What word did I leave out? Mewtwo. Oh. <laughs> Pokemon the Strikes Back Evolution. Yeah, I you was said Pokemon the Movie Strikes Back, and I'm like, what? Movie Mewtwo. That movie is real weird, animation wise. Wasn't it done like uh, with like kind of 3D style? Uh, what is the computer animation? CGI. Yeah, I'm behind on the Pokemon anime. I have to catch up. Yeah, I needed this news three hours ago when I finished watching the Cardfight Vanguard anime. And I mean, I've literally now have watched every single episode of that anime that has ever come out while I was at the gym. And I was like, boy, I need a new anime to start watching while I'm at the gym. I need something that's not going to be offensive to the people standing behind me. And because you weren't there to tell me, remind me to watch Pokemon, I started up Attack on Titan again. Well, mm. there you go. Mm. I feel now like that would get you the looks. <laughs> that would get you the looks. Exactly. I make bad choices without input from other people. <laughs> Why did you text? I don't text while I'm at the gym. What? Why are you at the gym then? The exercise? <laughs> Look at cute guys? Oh. I know, but see, then you you need to be taking pictures and sending those pictures. That to is me. no, 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 yes. <laughs> no. I am not that guy. <laughs> I am not that guy. No, that is, dude. We talked about this last week, uh, but I guess we'll bring it up again because it's starting soon. McDonald's Happy Meal offer McDonald's Happy Meal offers Pokemon cards in celebration of twenty five and the twenty fifth anniversary. I believe this book begins on February 9th. Wait, it goes from February 9th until when? Yeah, I have the article here from Hypebeast. This Pokemon and McDonald's promotion is rumored to launch February. Launch in February. The set is to feature 25 cards consisting of Pokemon starters throughout various series. Fans uh, have a chance of getting Pikachu, who is a starter in yellow. Thanks, Hypebeast, for the most boring overlay. Uh, a supposed McDonald's manager named uh, MJ revealed that the Happy Meal set is to come with four card booster packs. Each pack will reportedly contain four different starter Pokemon, one which will be hollow, the other three non-hollow. That means that the 25 cards will be available both as hollow and non-hollow, bringing the card total up to $50, or, or up to 50 total. The Pokemon company has yet to reveal any promotional Details about this, however, McDonald's has already began advertising. Pokey Beach has confirmed that the booster packs will be sold separately. McDonald's oh, and wait, so I could just like buy it at McDonald's. Yes, McDonald's Happy Meal and Pokemon Trading Card promotion will reportedly take reportedly take place on February 9th and onwards across uh, select locations in the nation. I think they always have to say select, right? Because yes, yeah. yeah. Because there's yeah. going to be like a, a McDonald's in like Marfa, Texas, that is just not. Gonna <laughs> they didn't get their shipment. <laughs> yep. Well, I have two comments on this. Number one, we're obviously going to McDonald's when you come to visit me and Greg and getting cards. Yes. And uh, assuming that cards will not be sold out. I was just going to say. And number two, there's no way we're going to get cards because people are going to go nuts and. <laughs> Buy out all the McDonald's Pokemon cards, thinking that they're striking it rich. Well, the question now is like, 
How much is a Happy Meal? Because you can just buy happy, you can just buy the Happy Meal toy by itself. How much is Happy Meal toy? Well, I mean, the Happy Meals. The cost of a Happy Meal varies by where you are. I mean, in New York City, a Happy Meal costs you twenty three, twenty five to thirty dollars. Yeah. In you know, I don't know. Pueblo, Colorado, it's like they actually give you money. Please take these Happy <laughs> Meals off our these. hands. We have so many. Well, if you can buy the cards separately, it's a four-pack. Okay, so uh, this person on Reddit said they worked at McDonald's and the toys themselves cost $1.69. So if you just went through the drive-thru... Oh, this person says at my McDonald's we charge $1.99. Hmm. And then this other person said, at my McDonald's, they cost $1.70. I guess that makes sense, because sometimes if you go to, like, the real, like, shady McDonald's, their <laughs> sauce cups are, like, more. It's, like, 75 cents instead of 50 cents for, like, barbecue sauce. And then other McDonald's, they were like, oh, we don't even charge for sauce. Here you go. <laughs> Is that franchise life? Yep. So do we even know what these cards are? Pikachu and then the other starters. That's yeah, all we but know. like... What makes them worth this money? Oh, they're not good. Um, <laughs> so nothing. Here's all, my all the my expensive Charizards are also not good. They're just Charizard. How much? How many cards are in a regular pack of Pokemon cards? Ten. You get ten cards, and that's usually four dollars and fifty cents, unless you do SBJ gymnastics of going in with somebody and buying packs and blah blah blah. Did blah, you blah. watch my right. YouTube video, Will? No, I don't. No. The only thing I watch on YouTube know, is TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, you watch people who steal other people's TikToks, put them on YouTube, I understand. Unless your YouTube TikToks have shirtless guys <laughs> doing the Rasputin dance, it's not coming up on my YouTube queue. Okay. Here's the thing. So they're worth $2 then. Four cards for $2 is 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 pretty much the rate of But you can go to the Pokemon Dollar Tree cards. and get a dollar booster pack for a dollar and you, that comes You can't get Pokemon cards at a Dollar Tree? Yeah, you can. They're they're it's a three pack. Oh, no. I mean not since the last time I was at a Dollar Tree, which was I, probably about a decade ago. I just opened Dollar Tree booster packs on my stream. I pulled the Ice QV. Are are you streaming TikToks? No. <laughs> then you're not getting my computer video time. Sorry, bud. Sorry. Okay, so if if you can go to a Dollar Tree or a Family Dollar or a Five Below. Dollars R Us. Yeah. We should start Dollars R Us. We could. You can get three cards in a dollar pack, but you're not guaranteed a rare. You're not even guaranteed a reverse hollow. You could get three commons. You get two commons, one uncommon. You can get two commons, one reverse hollow. You get two, one common, one uncommon, and then like a uh, a secret rare. Like you can get good cards in a dollar pack. It's just they they don't have set odds. Like who who makes these packs? The Pokemon Company. Pokemon? They're official packs. They're official packs. They are legit official packs. Are we sure it's not like a uh, no no? It's a hundred percent going no. <laughs> to Target and pulling out a pack no, no. and ripping it open and reselling it because. I believe you have been bitten by the resale. I have been bitten by re the resale, but the dollar packs you can get at Dollar Tree and and Family Dollar and Dollars R Us. Uh, they're official packs. They even talk about it on support.pokemon.com. And I believe they're just more targeted towards like low income slash younger children. And I've heard a lot of parents like to get the dollar packs because one, they're cheaper, and two, like they're they're good 
like reinforcement rewards for their kids. They're like, oh, if you get all your homework done here, you get your pack of Pokemon cards, but it's only a dollar pack. Yeah, you it's a really inexpensive way to get your children into gambling. Correct, yep. Greg. Yes. If you do everything, you get to gamble. Maybe you'll get something you want. That's life. It's full of disappointment. So you can work hard and still not get what you're looking for. So Life lessons <laughs> abound. So I'm assuming that the McDonald's packs are going to be whatever McDonald's sets it at. So if McDonald's is charging $1.99 for a toy, I'm assuming the pack would be $1.99. If your McDonald's in, I don't know, Hawaii is charging one sixty nine, I would assume that the pack of cards is one sixty nine. Oh no, trust the McDonald's in Hawaii is charging forty dollars. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> you gotta bring all that stuff in yeah. on boat, dude. The question is, is the current TCG fad, which I covered on YouTube, like I said I was, and that video is is literally one of the best videos I've put out on YouTube since I've started my very mediocre YouTube career. That video is doing really well, and it pretty much shows why. We talked about this last week, but I have, but this uh, I have visuals on the YouTube why people care about Pokemon cards, why Pokemon cards are so hard to find, and what's happening with Pokemon cards. So the question is: Now that these McDonald's cards are about to come out in uh, Tuesday, yeah, are they just going to be instantly sold out? Which like, my thought process is, I would like to collect all 50 cards. That would be cool. I would then probably have to buy... I don't even know how many packs, right? Like, you could... So there's 25 hollows, but they come with four. But only one can be hollow. So at bare minimum, you would have to buy 25 packs. But the likelihood of you... You would probably be more likely to find a 1 in 8,000 shiny in... Pokemon Platinum, then you would buy 25 packs and have every single hollow be different. Wait, so do you... It's 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 25 cards, mm -hmm. which can either be hollow or not hollow, so it's not 50 cards that you need. You want 25 hollow cards, and you're going to toss the non-hollow ones. No, uh, it's going to be way easier to collect the 25 non-hollow, because you're getting yes, three non-hollow cards. So you honestly packs. going to say that you want the non-hollow cards when you're willing to put forth the effort to get all of the hollow cards? No, I'm going to have so many non-hollow duplicates that I'll just give them to people, and I'll keep yeah. one of each of the non-hollow. That's easy to collect. Yes. So I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy that goes to the, <laughs> I'm going to be that guy. You're I'm gonna going go, to be, I'm going to go are. to McDonald's drive-thru, I'm going to say, guy. can I get 25 booster packs? They're going to give me a weird look, but I also don't want to buy 25 Happy Meals or eat at McDonald's that often. You eat at McDonald's that often now. Yeah, but I'm like the dollar menu kind of guy. Like, give That's me the very true. Give me the McChicken, no lettuce, the McDouble, just ketchup and mustard, medium fry. Thank you. Oh, God. Everything about that sentence made me I, sick. Yeah, it's it's a whole other way of living, Greg. It's just we're, we're <laughs> oh, not in that world. God. What's going to happen is you're going to get 25 packs, and then you're going to get... 10 hollow charmeleons <laughs> yep. and then 15 assorted. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, but because Pokemon cards are so hot right now, that's probably not going to happen because probably the car in front of me is going to say, how many Happy Meal Pokemon cards do you have? And they're going to say, I don't know, we got like 200 and they're going to be like, I'll buy them all. No, 
what they're going to do is they're going to say limit five per customer. There's no way that the McDonald's on North Avenue in Milwaukee, Wisconsin is going to care about limiting any sort of Pokemon (laughs) cards. They're going to be like, oh, you want them all? Cool. Let me ring you up. I've been, been to that McDonald's and you're right. You are correct. These people do not get paid enough to care or to argue with the customers about how many Happy Meals they want to buy. <laughs> well, because they're not buying Happy Meals. They're just buying packs. Yeah. I mean, McDonald's has done other things that people wanted to. Like, I'm sure there are Barbie fans out there when McDonald's has a new Barbie line. They're like, I need give sell me all the Barbie stuff, please. I'm just like, what a huge waste of money because they're not going to even be good cards that you wouldn't even put in a real deck there might be one that was good there was a mcdonald's um oh gosh i think it was a mcdonald's bulbasaur that was really good at one point it was either bulbasaur or squirtle it was never charmander charmander was always bad so where do these fall in the whole phase them out timeline like is there a point are mcdonald's cards always valid and they will never phase out or no they're, they, oh no no they rotate part, they rotate these, okay. these cards will be in rotation for probably three years the question is like is there going to be playable blastoise venusaurs the uh, blazikins like are are there going to be playable versions that will make you needing to use the base mcdonald's version in a deck probably not but like i said there was like a I can't remember if it was like Venusaur Genesect or if it was like a Blastoise Keldeo, but one of the McDonald's starters were, it had like 10 more HP than the other like Squirtles. And so like the McDonald's Squirtle was like the preferred Squirtle because it was like, it had slightly more health. Slightly more survivability. Yeah. So, and McDonald's cars normally hold their price. Like I think those Squirtles were like $6 each. But yeah, if it's like a Snivy that no one's playing, it's probably going to be like a 15 cent card. But I don't think the uh, I don't think the TCG phase is uh, the phase we're going through is ending anytime soon. Maybe. Uh, well, maybe soon, but just not at this moment. Yeah, maybe when Battle Styles comes out, people will be less excited. But that's not until March. Well, since it won't have a Charizard or a Pikachu, yes. Yeah, no Charizard, no Pikachu. I think the best card in Battle Styles is like a secret rare Urshifu card. And there's no way, like, Urshifu just doesn't hold a candle to Charizard or Pikachu. It's not, it's not a Gen 1 Pokemon, dude. <laughs> okay, more crossovers. Uh, this is off um, Polygon. Uh, Levi's selling full-on Misty cosplay in a new Pokemon fashion line. <laughs> The Pokemon Company and Levi Stra- Strauss? Strauss. 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 I didn't know Levi's had a, a, a what? Sur- surname. It's because you didn't grow up in the 80s. Yeah. Period. Levi Strauss, Strauss and Co. Yes. Yeah. They announced a new clothing line in co- commemoration of the Pokemon 25th anniversary. The line is inspired by the original anime and features all your first-gen favorites. It will be available in the United States starting on February 15th at Levi's stores, Levi.com, and the Levi app. Prices range from $20 to $148. Uh, the line is not very subtle, but it is fun. There is a guarded-inspired jacket covered with various Pokemon, like Slowpoke, Gengar, Mewtwo. Um, it is a heck of a jacket. It's a lot. It's a lot. In the line with, uh, in the line with other Boulder clothing uh, options, you can buy a pair of jeans with Pikachu on it. Also, mm. A lot. Yep. 
Fans are excited to see Levi's is selling a version of Misty's denim shorts, which are just mostly high-waisted denim shorts with suspenders. Other accessories include an Ash Ketchum-inspired hat, a Pikachu with be- a Pikachu beanie with ears. Yeah, I mean, you can just Google, like, Pokemon cross Levi's, and you can see pretty much all this clothing. It's not great. I don't know. I kind of like that Pikachu denim jacket. Oh, uh, the one with the big Pikachu on the back? Yeah. That's the only one I sort Ooh, of like. I kind of like the hoodie with the Snorlax and the Gengar and the Pikachu and the... Uh, is that Psyduck and Jigglypuff? Yeah. The whole denim thing... Mm. I know exactly where the Levi store is in the Mall of America. I can like yeah. I, I don't even need directions. I'm just like psychically tied. <laughs> I mean, I really wanna like the garden jacket. I but want the garden to pants. But I can't no. I can't. Mm, but maybe yes. But no. <laughs> but I just maybe the garden yes. The garden jacket is like it's so much. For for me, it's like I see like a Korean dude and I'm like, man, okay, I love I that. I was thinking the hair. same thing because Korean people just have the best yes. fashion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So like I see like a Korean dude and I'm like, oh man, I love his hair. I love his style. And then I like try to mimic it and I'm like, <laughs> I look like an absolute you fool. You look like a fool. <laughs> you you do you look like a fool. You you cannot unironically pull that off. Right. See the secret the, I, I, I will reveal this to you. The fundamental secret of Korean fashion and why it looks so good is the backdrop of Seoul being such an amazing and beautiful city yeah. that you can wear cool, funky clothes there. You can't do that in any city that starts with M. <laughs> in I'm <Milwaukee>. sorry. <laughs> Just any city that starts with M. No, no. Yeah, this is... I mean, it's... I mean, one, one, I am gravely disappointed that Levi Strauss is a Gen Oneer. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, they know their target market. I kind of want somebody to get me those pants for my birthday, though. Okay. When's your birthday again? It's coming up. I know. <laughs> it's just I look at, like, this black hoodie, which just has a Pikachu, just literally just stamped a Pikachu on the front, and it just looks so lazy. Wow. Well, I mean, it's got... But it's cute, that... too. Yeah. Well, the black, I, that's not a hoodie, bud. That's just a regular mm, a sweat. Sorry, shirt. yeah, the sweater, sweatshirt, sweater. I mean, not I a sweater, like, it's a sweatshirt. I like it because it doesn't have a hood. But the big Pokemon on the back and the thing in the front, I mean, I mean so they have a close-up picture. It looks like the, the Pikachu in the front is slightly raised, which just presents cleaning problems for Ooh. me. It's like the when we used to do, like, the puff ink yeah. clothes. <laughs> I mean, you know, like... Four washes in, Pikachu is cracked down the yeah. middle. That yeah. smile is like a Jagger Joker thing that's going to the cheeks. But what about the t-shirt with the, like, the sleepy Pikachu on top of the Levi's logo? That one's pretty okay. Yeah, it is. Where? Oh. Yeah, that one's kind of cute. Here's the thing. The fact, the, the fact that they're showing a small version of it, and I don't see it on their adult models, makes me think it's a kid's version. Because the yeah. only other model that seems to have it is a, a very thin woman wearing it as a crop top, and I am none of those things. Yeah. I do love me some Levi's. And I really hate the light blue they did for those Pikachu jeans. Uh, the beanie is probably cool. the best item. The beanie is the best item. Yeah, light blue jeans are kind of out. Yeah, I mean, they're it's, real It's rough. really like a look that you gotta be ready to commit to. I have a pair of light blue 501s, but that's my, like... 
when I'm feeling like a soccer mom, that's what that's yeah. what goes on. It right doesn't there. even state in this article if this is raw denim or it's what not. do you think it's no, actually? Levi's, do you think it's raw Levi's denim? Levi's is not doing no raw denim. Uh 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 uh. No, no. Levi's <laughs> does do raw denim, um, but yeah, not not often. Not, do you think not every day of the that week. they are going to use raw denim and paint that? green oh, garden scene Greg, on it i i can take you down some dark alleys of the world of raw denim no, yeah i can no thank you um the secret though is uh raw denim will always be a dark indigo it wouldn't be light blue like that because how are you going to get sick fades on something that's already <laughs> faded <laughs> that's already faded i'm, I'm, I'm sure there's some light blue wash. like egyptian cotton or something that some company is <laughs> peddling <laughs> I mean, I live in the world of raw denim. I haven't seen it yet, but I'll hey, keep my I've eyes been closed. living in the world of raw denim for ten years. God. You did it wrong. You you two need to start your raw denim podcast and get out of this one. Wouldn't be surprised if there was already like seventeen of them. See, this is the thing, though, and this is like the eternal mystery of the universe. That if Steve and I did do a raw denim podcast, that would be like the core inability to see eye to eye that would keep the podcast going. Is that Steve? Always wants everything to be like in really good condition, like, like always like well taken care of, you know, it doesn't ever want anything to go. The concept of raw denim is that you just wear it and get it beaten up and that the fades and the cracks and everything like that. So it gets discolored over time to show like your person. And it's like these two things don't go together. Raw denim, a lot They're- of work. There are a surprising amount of denim podcasts. <laughs> yeah, if there's a subreddit too. There's a dedicated like you know how you have like dedicated tech websites? There are dedicated raw denim websites. This is almost as bad as my kick going down the rabbit hole of bike accessories on Kickstarter. Ooh. I am now I am now deep in denimhunters.com category denim and boots podcast archives from denim hunters. This dude looks exactly like you'd think he would. Yeah, don't get into raw denim. <laughs> I don't, well, want, I don't no. plan on it. Here's the thing. If, if you are intrigued by the world of raw <laughs> denim, talk to me first. Learn about the many mistakes that I made as I started down this path, and I will help you select the single perfect pair of raw denim jeans to suit your individual needs and i will take a 10 percent commission thing <laughs> all right well let's take a break when we come back we have uh, a couple more news articles some cram some top deck some police arresting people <laughs> some cram Heck yeah clickbait my cram adventure's not been great so we will be right back They're not a Pokemon Snap 2. Why is there not a Pokemon Snap 2? 2. 2. I pre ordered it right now. Right now. Right now. We are back off Pokemon.com. Top Deck Academy debuts on YouTube and Twitch with tips on Pokemon TCG deck building. Do they have tips on where I can find some cards to buy so I can build a deck? (laughs) 
They say there's nothing like putting together your own Pokemon TCG deck facing off against an opponent and emerging victorious. But that first step can be a little challenging. The new Top Deck Academy series is here to show you how to build your own deck, as well as give you tips and strategies for the battle ahead. This debut episode breaks down the essential elements to building a deck from choosing the right Pokemon, building a search engine, and prepare and how to prepare for your opponent. Follow along as experts Ellis Longhurst builds a sample deck from scratch and provides tips on how to make your own deck to succeed. You can also read the transcript here to revisit certain key points and a closer look at cards mentioned in this episode. A new episode will come out every week and you can watch the entire series here on YouTube and Twitch. And then if you don't want to watch the YouTube video, there is a, a whole article on how to do it. So just a quick request for clarification. Did you say building a search engine? Am I getting a Google or a Bing out of this? Uh, <laughs> that is what it said, yes. I don't think that's what they meant. Uh, you, you know, you need a search mechanic in your deck to find your cards. Oh, but not a Google or a Bing. Probably a, not. An Ask Jeeves, maybe? Let me just make sure I read that right. Yeah, no, it says building, building a, a search engine. Yeah. Ugh. I don't understand what that means. I mean, I've been staring at it since you well, said it. Well, it's an engine for searching out cards that you need. Yeah, like Dedenne or Professor's Research, Quickball, Pokemon Communication. Sableye, like we used to have in the old days. Are they talking about a search engine that allows you to search through your deck? Yes. Probably deck or discard, yeah. I see. Curious of how long this series is going to go. Comments seem good on the YouTube video, actually. Well, they probably edit their comments. Yeah, there's only one episode. I'd say max 10, min 6. Mm. 10 seems right. 10 feels right. I don't know, because for their podcast, they only did like 5. Yeah, but podcast is hard. Podcasting is very hard. It's the hardest job I've ever had. I had to get a blood transfusion after every time I record one of these. <laughs> By the time this uh, podcast goes up, there should still be some time left because this event was a little different than past events. But there was a promoted raid weekend in Sword and Shield for Cramorant to celebrate the movie that came out in Japan over a month ago and has no announcement in any other country. <laughs> but from February 3rd, from 4 p.m. PST to February 8th to 4 p.m. PST, you can participate in Max uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield Max Raid Battles to earn prizes. I made a helpful graphic over the weekend for this. Cramorant and a bunch of other Pokemon will be appearing, and you can earn incredible gifts. I don't necessarily agree with the, <laughs> the term incredible gifts. Participate in as many Cramorant raids as possible. The number of Cramorant that the trainers defeat around the world within a time frame will determine awesome prizes for everyone. Again, awesome prizes. There's a big asterisk there. If trainers collectively defeat Cramorant more than 500,000 times, players will receive one Flame Orb, one Toxic Orb, and one Light Ball. Are they bringing this whole thing back again of we got to get everybody to do the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't learn their lesson. So, I, yeah, I guess like... People got the game for Christmas. Maybe they're missing out on Flame Orb, Toxic Orb, Light Ball, I suppose. Well, I, I certainly know people are cramming it up. Mm -hmm. Oh, people are cramming. If traders defeat Cramorant more than one million times, players will receive one golden bottle cap, three bottle caps, and three pearl strings. All the prizes will de be delivered to mystery gift items. So if I have four people on my team 
Does that count as four Cramorant defeats or one Cramorant defeat? I don't know. These <laughs> are the critical think they questions. they told anybody. They're, they did tweet that, like, as of Friday night, there was 530,000 Cramorants defeated or something like that. This is it the second was. time they've done this, because the first time they did this with was with Zera Aura. As of 15 hours ago, Play Pokemon said, together we have defeated... 470,102 oh. wins as of 2-5. So we have to get to a million, so it seems doable, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's the it's it's now Saturday and Sunday that pe- people got. That was the Zero Aura thing, too. When Saturday and Sunday came, those numbers skyrocketed. So unlike the other, like, Greedent, Clefable, Whalmer, event, Whalord events, this started on a Wednesday night, not a Thursday night. And instead of ending on Sunday night, it's ending on Monday night. So they added an extra day? Two days? Two days. Two days. Which I feel like feels better. Yes. Because it still gives people I feel people like it all... should always end sometime on a Monday. Yeah, I agree. Because some people might not be able to play games until Sunday night, and these events were right. ending Sunday afternoon. Right. I feel like a Monday morning cutoff when they have to go to school is a good idea. Uh, no, Monday evening is good because if what if I got like grounded for the weekend? <laughs> because let's say I, I don't know, threw a rock through a window or something. You ripped your raw William, denim. William, did you throw a rock through that window? Okay, is that you don't the get grounded for ripping your raw denim. And yes, I did throw a rock through a window when I was like four years old. Uh, but then it gives you all day Monday after you get your switch back to actually do a couple Cramorant raids. And from what I've seen, most people can get like two in a day. Two shiny ones in a day. I've gotten none in a day. Yeah, I've, no. I've played two full days, and I've only gotten two. <sighs> Maybe you guys just know the wrong people. I mean, Could that's be. valid. It's because you you guys are goody two-shoes, and you don't throw rocks through windows. Mm, so yeah. that's why you're just not blessed with the cramorant, shiny cramorant lunk. It's Luck. true. I can't even say words anymore. Lunk? <laughs> lung. I, what... Who's who's picking these rewards? Who who at Game Freak <laughs> or the Pokemon Company was like, yes? Do you know what will get people to come back to this game? Do you know what will finally get people off their seats, turn on the game, excited? A flame orb, a toxic orb, and a light ball. What kind of rewards are these? I like, mean, those are very popular uh, competitive Pokemon items. Look, Health if items. you're in a competitive what? Pokemon, you didn't wait a year and a half into this game cycle to finally pick up the game and try Look, it. A year and a half ago, I was 12, and I wasn't allowed to go on the internet, according to SBJ. Now I'm 13. I can go yeah. on the internet and do online competition type things. Mm-hmm. Also, at one point in time, like I would be like, "Yeah, golden bottle cap rocks, three bottle caps. That's that's those are good rewards." But the digging duo people give you bottle caps like bottled water. They're just here. Here you go. We have so many of them. I think the event is fine. These events are fun to do a bunch it's of raids fine. with people. Turn on the game once a once a month if you've stepped away to try to find a shiny. But these rewards are really See, lackluster. The problem, the problem is, okay. is you are the Pokemon equivalent of bougie, where <laughs> you're like, oh, I've got like six flame orbs yeah. and eighteen light balls, and oh my, I've got so many bottle I had caps. Light bulb oh, before wow. it was cool. Us regular Pokemon players who don't 
play Pokemon every night of the week. We we don't have your fabulous riches, my mm-hmm. friend. And I will take whatever flame orb, light ball, whatever I can get. Okay, and be, we be happy. Let me we bring don't have your artisanal bottle caps. Let me we bring have a- <laughs> regular old bottle caps from our Coca Cola bottles. I know he's he's got like the his the craft. Like that- it's like that weird craft Jones soda special edition cranberry and turkey. Yeah, and I'm RC Cola. Heck yep. yeah. Let me bring up this situation. A year ago, <laughs> they they did Bulbasaur Charmander and Squirtle raids. Mm-hmm. Which were very that was easy a year raids. Ago. And they, though a single Squirtle. Were, was dropping toxic orbs, and if you just kept doing squirtles, you'd be loaded on toxic orbs. So now you're saying a year later, we as a community have to defeat a half a million crimes for just one measly toxic and flame orb. Look, a year ago, I hadn't gotten Sword and Shield for Christmas yet. Yeah. A so, year ago, yes. we had a, a huge supply of toxic orbs. The supply has dwindled because we gave them out like candy. Oh, I see. So now... We have a lot less toxic orbs in storage, so we can't just be handing them out like candy. Yeah, we got to replenish the supply. It, but yeah, this this is okay. So this is still like an ongoing problem with this company, though. <laughs> it's like the sun and moon and ultra sun and moon thing, where they're like, "We need you to hatch one million eggs, trainers, for like one measly single bottle cap for the reward." <sighs> Like they so, want us to come together and do these things, but the but the but the rewards are so mediocre. And then who is sitting on the other end? There, there, there's like probably like two Japanese dudes, one named Bob, one named Joe. And Bob is like, we need the rewards to be better. And Joe was like, no, these are rewards are good enough. And then when the, when we fail these events, like we did, well, we we weren't we're not gonna fail this Kramer on. But when we failed all these events in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, do you think they just lo- the one looks at the each other and says like, I told you so, and the other guy goes, oh, I don't know, I thought one single uh Lepa berry was good enough. Like this isn't it's not no you're you're so completely wrong. <laughs> what what the problem is is they're stuck it's it's rock in a hard place. They they can't give out no reward because then everybody's going to complain. Well, why are they having us do this event if there's no rewards for it? I can't be bothered. But shiny Cramorant that's a crummy pokemon anyways. They can't give out a fantastic reward because that would be game breaking. Mm-hmm. No, so they're I like, let's giving... let me look back in this this rummage box we have of like 2019's fabulous Pokemon. Okay, yeah, we got a couple of uh, light balls and toxic. Yeah, we'll just throw them in. Cool. <laughs> it's not like they have a warehouse full of toxic orbs, and they're like, yeah, oh, they we're, do. Warehouse a little. You thin. obviously don't understand how technology works. Yes, <laughs> there's a limited supply of these digital items. This this would be my one million reward, and I th- I think it's it it's just taking what they did and made it better. It should be three golden bottle caps, ten regular bottle caps, and like ten pearl strings. That feels substantial. Now you're thinking in a competitive sense. I can get th- only three Pokemon max IVs. That's not a lot, uh, especially when the format's changing every three months and you're 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 changing your team. That's that's giving an option to uh, max IV three of your Pokemon. 10 regular bottle caps will let you max out two more of your Pokemon. You need six Pokemon on a team. And 10 Pearl Strings gives you at least 
some chance of purchasing vitamins if you wanted to purchase vitamins to not do the old way. Three pearl, pearl strings is is like nothing. You could just I don't run. Even know what a pearl string is? You could, the pearl string is just like it's like pearl into it's like pearl, big pearl, and then pearl string. Um, I think a pearl is like. 1200 and a big pearl is like 2000 and a pearl string is like 3500 or something like that i'm probably slightly off on those numbers somebody in their car is raging that i didn't know <laughs> the cost of pearl string off the top of my head but but i know for sure if you ran the champions cup which takes less than five like less than five or six minutes because you only have to defeat three trainers whatever like alistair bead and leon that's more money than three pearl strings i have no answers for you so send your complaints to complaints at Pokemon.com. There's so many items in Pokemon that are easy to get, but also easy to like get rid of. Like, yeah, you can give me 10 nuggets and I can cash those in and spend them instantly on like 25 vitamins and now it's gone. But that is, Buddy, you're not getting 10 still... nuggets on the dollar menu. <laughs> no, you're not. That's still helpful. Also, Pearl String is 10,000? Yeah, so that's that's thirty thousand dollars. When you defeat one trainer in a Champions yeah, Cup yeah. battle, you walk away with twenty two thousand. So by doing Champions Cup with like Amulet Coin, you walk away with like seventy five thousand because it's like twenty two, twenty two, and then the last one is usually like thirty two. I think. I just think that I, the rewards should be better. It's a problem I can't solve for you. Well, here's the thing: you need to write to my uncle in Nintendo mm -hmm. and state your case. Simple. Yeah. Be the change you want to see in the world, Steve. <laughs> or Don't the... sit here behind your microphone pretending that you're going to do something. Be the change. I would literally want this event to fail just to show Game... I almost said GameStop. Just to go show Game Freak. Wow. <laughs> that these rewards are very mediocre and not great. It's not going to happen because people like you pumped up Cramorant as some sort of... Mm -hmm. fantastic Pokemon to be chased, mm -hmm. and now everybody's like, I gotta get the Cramorant. Mm -hmm. We're gonna run out of Cramorants is what's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, I mean, people are doing the Cramorants probably because they want the shiny Cramorant, not necessarily because they're, like, so desperate for one golden bottle cap. You know what was the real reward? Bottle caps The friendships we made along, along the way. <laughs> Police arrest Sword and Shield <laughs> Hacker for selling shiny Pokemon. He but made over... Me. He made over $10,000 selling Pokemon saved files. This is off Polygon.com. Oh, this is insane. Japanese authorities have arrested a 23-year-old man who was charged with hacking and selling saved data for Pokemon Sword and Shield. According to a report from a Japanese newspaper, Shimbun via Serebii, Police say the man earned about $10,900 from altering and selling copies of Sword and Shield. The man reportedly sold a hacked Sobble last April and received 4,400 yen, uh, around $41 for it. The suspect admitted to the charges. Pokemon Company cracked down on Pokemon hackers. In January, the company put out a illegal modified data on notice. That was in Pokemon Home. The, company, the Pokemon Company said it would penalize cheating players by limiting features like access to home. Pokemon hackers have been... Testing the limits of what they could get away with for years, a company banned a wave of cheaters in Pokemon Sun and Moon online services back in 2017. There are no current details on 
what the fine or additional punishments will be, but under Japan, but under Japan's unfair competition protection law, the editing and distribution of saved data is illegal. Okay, so she uh, she's linking that uh, players were banned from the global link illegal. Um, so yeah, f- yeah. Okay, this is a different band. We're thinking of two different bands. Um, there were a bunch of people who downloaded Sun and Moon early from a ROM website. I think it was like a Mexican website uh or maybe it was australian oh australia how could you those people got their ds's bricked which means they could still play their ds but they couldn't go online with any game uh for downloading sun and moon early and they again they didn't download it early sorry they installed a rom dump on their ds to play it early the I don't know too much about Japan's unfair competition protection law. I do know that to modify your save data is technically illegal. I also know that modifying hardware became illegal in Japan, uh, which there were there was a Japanese company called Katsu Kitty, and what they would do is they would take PlayStation they would take like PlayStation Vitas or they would take Nintendo 3DSs. Uh, and they were even doing that with the Nintendo Switch, and they would modify the hardware to put a video out on on that hardware. That's why a lot of streamers are able to capture like their 3DS. Um, I was going to say that's why you see some streamers capture from their PlayStation Vita, but literally no one is doing that because there was no good games in the PlayStation Vita. Would um, you? Oh, don't you start? You only say that to aggravate me. I love my Vita. <laughs> Still in Boston, isn't it? Yes. So when that law passed, uh, Katsu Kitty just closed up shop that day and stopped making 3DS capture cards. I'm sure they were making plenty of money from making, buying a 3DS, opening it up, modifying it, and then selling it for $200 more. But I, I, I guess the the more interesting part of the story is like how how did he get caught? Well, I mean, did somebody report him? I guess. Yeah, Probably. inside Sting. But uh, <laughs> you know there was a stakeout online. This is gonna be Will and I's new YouTube series, uh, Pokemon Cops, where we uh, stake out known hacking dens, waiting to see the transfer go through, and then we'll book we em. capture all sorts of Pokemon criminals. It's not oh, yeah. just people who you know hack Pokemon and try to sell them on who is buying digital pokemon online <laughs> oh dear just get on discord i'm sure oh. <sighs> sigh we will capture other pokemon criminals mm. like the person who is buying 11 boxes of champions path at target when <laughs> at target. they're only supposed to buy 10 i mean the the gist here is like the pokemon company wasn't really involved here it was it was just japanese police I I just I still it, it what hurts my mind is number one that there is a human being out there that said I'm going to make fake Pokemon and sell them and ten thousand dollars worth of people out in the world said I'm going to buy this Pokemon <laughs> digital Pokemon that if I gave it three minutes worth of thought I would realize is fake. It's so weird because, like, we, I have this conversation all the time on, like, Twitch where, like, somebody will come in, probably, like, younger, and they'll be like, why, why are you shiny hunting? Why don't you just 
Go to like <laughs> Oaks Lab or PK Hex a Shiny and you'll be done in like five minutes, which is like true. Like mm-hmm. they're not wrong for being like, you know, you could just PK Hex a Shiny and you're like, right. Like I could, I could go to eBay and I could probably find Sword and Shield all shiny Pokemon plus 999 Master Balls for like 60 bucks on eBay. I'm sure that exists because it, it existed for Sun and Moon and existed for Ultra Sun and Moon. And you're right, for like a pretty low cost, I could just buy the entire thing. But all, and, and but people do buy those. That's why they're being sold because somebody is buying that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know who those people are, but in my in my brain, the the same people buying <laughs> the same people buying uh complete Ultra Sun Ultra Moon every single shiny ninety nine Master Balls are probably the same people who are like buying used bowling trophies off ebay and then like putting them on like their fireplace so when their friends come oh, over those people do exist i know so when their friends come over they could be like look at all these bowling trophies i won and you could be like i've never seen you bowl will and it's like well you know I- i'm retired i won so many matches <laughs> i i can't pop i can't possibly bowl anymore like and then at the very core of that thought process of like if you're buying all shinies, all master balls, or if you're buying a bowling trophy, or if you're buying like a what other weird things that people are buying, like you're probably just a bad person. I can't think of any in any situation where you're like, I need to buy a, a, a first place winning bowling trophy to display it somewhere in my house. Why are you doing that? Because when your friends come over and they go like, "Wow, Will, I didn't know you you won a bowling tournament in 1984." And be like, yeah, I did. So at that point, if you're saying, yeah, I did, you're lying to your friends. Uh, or you're going to be like, no, I actually didn't. I bought it on eBay. Uh, you know, isn't it funny? It's on my fireplace. And you're like, no, it's not funny. It sounds like a waste of money. Why don't you just go bowl? Bowling is like $6. What? I think it's a little more expensive than $6 when you have like the nachos and the, yeah, all that and other the shoes. Stuff. I do the and- shoe rental. No, you bring the, your own shoes, your own ball. Do you own a you pair know, of bowling shoes? No, do you know because how much I don't that is? bowling. Well, let me buy the bowling trophy first. <laughs> and it's not like just going to the bowling alley. Somebody from out back is going to walk forward and say, you know what? Random person who's never been here before. You bowled so well today. We're giving you a trophy. Oh, I know. You got to join thing. the league. You have to join the league. You have to deal with league people. You have to be in the league and deal with all of the high-stakes drama that happens in bowling leagues? I mean, you're putting your life on the line when you enter a bowling league because they are deadly. Buy the trophy and save your save a life by a trophy. That's my new model of Dollars Are Us and bowling trophies. <laughs> dollars Are dollars Us are not us. a You'll real store. You'll be able to buy the dollar bowling trophies. I don't, I, it's it's like the same with like Fortnite or Apex or something of the people who install the like auto aim thing so they can win matches. I just doesn't, why are you playing a competitive game if you can't? Oh, it's it, what, like 90% of Call of Duty players, right? Yeah. I don't understand that if that, that's where this country has gotten to. It's time, <laughs> Greg, World. We, we need to get a new country. Yeah, I don't World. think it's just the United States installing cheat engines. <laughs> <laughs> We forgot this bit of news at the when we were talking about the TCG stuff. Uh, by the way, uh, by the way, 
Chris sent in this and the Pokemon Journeys news. Kevin sent in the Pokemon fan arrested from our Slack community. Uh, but this is General Mills cereal boxes to include Pokemon 25th anniversary booster packs as well. Mm-hmm, a fine Greg, Minnesota company. Greg, we live company. real close yeah. to General Mills. We can hang out at their warehouse. Yeah, I'm heading over, to their, some I'm heading over to their offices and be like, yo. Someone has shared images online of the General Mills promo pack being, being distributed to General Mills cereal boxes. These three card packs feature Galar Pokemon. These promos were previously released, and five of them will get hollow treatment. These hollow cards were previously Cosmo Hollows uh, promos that they've done in the past. According to a Facebook group called Pokemon TCG One, where these images were pulled from, the packs were released on February twenty seventh. The packs will be released on February twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. We cannot confirm the date ourselves. The set is also the set also got revealed, and we've seen specific cards will get hollow treatment. The Pikachu promo has the 25th anniversary stamp logo there. We don't know if um, any other specific cards will ha- are rarer than other cards in the pack. Uh, the Pokemon Company mentioned two days ago they would work with other known brands, including General Mills. The sad thing is, all the Count Chocula fans out there are not going to be able to find a single box of Count Chocula on the shelf <laughs> yep. for like the next six months. Yep. I'm assuming out of all these cards, none of them matter except the Pikachu. What do you mean none of them matter? Well, the Pikachu is going to have the like logo on it. Oh, sorry. We know the ones that are at least hollow. Gasiflor, Pikachu, Morpico, Ponyta, Hatena, and Wooloo will be hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know if they will have the logo like the Pikachu will, the 25 logo. Ah. Can are I just go to them, General Mills and good. buy the packs? Or <laughs> do they that's that's drive what through? we're going to do. They, yeah, they're out there, there. In, uh, like by Maple Grove out there. Yeah, I mean, they're over in Golden Valley. Uh, Maple Grove, Golden Valley is pretty much the same place. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> One's just older and less pretentious. I don't want to buy cereal. At least with McDonald's, what? You I can eat, eat cereal. It. No, I don't. I have, most cereal like rips up your mouth. Oh, what? Oh, gracious what? me! I bet that Only will likes one Captain Crunch. cereal. Uh, what Captain Crunch is the one cereal yeah, that does rip one... up your mouth. Yes, Peanut Butter Crunch is my favorite cereal. I'm only allowed to eat it on my birthday because I will eat six boxes in succession. But every other cereal in the world is very gentle and kind. <laughs> you cannot tell me that you have had Honey Nut Cheerios and come away with your mouth bleeding. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't Cheerio. I'm just, I'm talking to Steve. I haven't had Honey Nut Cheerios in like a decade. Lucky Charms are not doing anything to your mouth because everything in that product melts into the milk. Pretty much. Are you saying Lucky Charms is General Mills? Yes. All Tricks right. is General Mills. Kicks is General Mills. Oh, I wonder if they're going to put it. Is somebody going to put, are they going to put Pax and Fiber One? <laughs> <laughs> Get your raisin nut bread with Pokemon cards in it. How much is a box of cereal? Though? Like four bucks? Three fifty probably. Depends on the size. Here are my top contenders for Pokemon cards. All of the Lucky Charms will have it in it. Cocoa Puffs will have it in it. Reese Puffs will have it in it. And Cookie Crisps. And Tricks. Those are the ones I'm predicting. Ooh, I, I, oh, I like Tricks, though. 
I'd eat tricks for some Pokemon cards. Hey, Heck yeah. Greg, tricks are for kids. I'm a child at heart. <laughs> I think, gosh, I can't Peanut buy boxes of cereal shreds. looking for a Pikachu card. Yes, you can. No, I think I would just rather, like, I think it says save my headache. I would just go to TCG Player, wait for the Pikachu to be posted there, order it, even though it might be like 10 or $15. I, there's no way I could possibly eat $15 worth of cereal that So quickly. who's buying the bowling trophy now, Steve? Exactly. I was who's just thinking the same thing. Who's buying the bowling trophy now? I'm not buying a fake Pikachu card. I'm buying the real Pikachu card. I'm just saving the world. That you didn't world. earn. You didn't even eat the cereal. You've got to eat that Count Chocula. You Look, went to, a, they put you went to a small business that Count Chocula, I would get it. But unfortunately, went- it's not spooky season. So good Cocoa no. Puffs is the same product. Spooky season is when Booberry and Frankenberry come back yeah. out. Count Chocula is year-round. I don't think. Not in Milwaukee. It's a rare gem out here. Are is you it Count serious? Count Chocula Kellogg's? Hush. <laughs> <laughs> All cereals are General Mills. I mean, no, Count Chocula is General Mills. I could have sworn it. Kellogg's turned their back on the Tasty yeah, Children's cereal world. You can't trust That's Kellogg's. That's the next podcast winner. That's the next cereal right there. Man, talk, we should talk about cereal in the 70s. That was a oh, wild time. That was a... that. There were no sit there rules. with a bowl of cookie crisp, <laughs> put whole milk on it, and then actually put two teaspoons of sugar yeah, on top of your it, cookie crisp because it wasn't it was sweet enough. It was not sweet enough. It was not. We were craving... And strawberry cow, which would turn your milk into strawberry milk? Yeah. <sighs> Too bad they found that that, that was radioactive. <laughs> it gave me cancer. I Those didn't know waffles. Pikachu V Fuller was going for 75 bucks. Jeez. That's how you're going to finance your children's college education. Yeah. Now's the time to sell. Just get rid of all these Pokemon cards. True. Wait, wait a year, then rebuy them back at a cheaper price. All right, Greg, question of the week. I can't wait to hear you ask Ask the question of the week. This is from Andrew. According to Lieutenant Surge, his Pokemon saved him during a war. Which Pokemon would you have <laughs> which Pokemon would you have at your side in a Pokemon World War scenario? I mean, as much as I want to say, my precious flower, that is for peace times. I am picking the Boltund, as proven by the Crown Tundra, will chase anybody down. No fear. By my side, I'm the new Lieutenant Surge. It's very interesting. It really defines your perspective on how you react to your surroundings, your environment, much in the same way as the, uh, like, if you could have, be either have the ability to turn invisible or fly, which would you choose? And it's like, People who turn invisible are creepy because they want to like sneak around and listen to other folks' conversations, while people who fly are like very brave because they're going to be. There's no way to hide that. Everybody's going to see you fly. And Greg, it's like you're you're a, a violent warmonger. You want to engage in news. the violence. My choice would be an Abra because you know what? I'm going to teleport out of any dangerous situation the minute the little twitch on somebody's eyelid wiggles. I'm I'm out. Goodbye. Oh, see, I was thinking more of like a defensive Pokemon like a Galarian Surfetch or like a Obstagoon. 
Well, because you want to engage in the violence. No, I want to be I protected. Mean, you're back on violence. I'm, it's, I'm peaceful. It's a world war. Generally, those are extreme situations. And sitting by the side and doing nothing is allowing fascism to thrive. So I am you're not saying, sitting by the side doing nothing. I am. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, go on. I find me in Machu Picchu. You all know? right, Switzerland. I'm doing the hard work. I'm making the world a better place. Me and Bolton. Really? really? Yes. Violence begets violence, my friend. I didn't start the fire. It was burning before I got there. I'm, I'm okay. going Surfetch. Then I got the shield to protect me. Yeah. He has a lance. It'll be like Monster you. Hunter. <laughs> oh, man. Don't get my Monster Hunter blood boiling. I am so ready. <sighs> All right. Will, Pokemon of the Week. All right, last week's Pokemon of the Week had like 30 useless clues and then one clue that you actually needed to actually solve the puzzle of who mm -hmm. was the Pokemon of the Week. But it was basically like, think of all of the Gen 7 Pokemon, mythical Pokemon, of which there were technically five, although technically three of them really kind of like are just kind of jammed in there. <laughs> but... Four of the five, their names start with the letter M, and one of them does not. And the Pokemon of the Week was the one that doesn't start with the letter M. It's... Chatot. It's never Chatot. Except True for one time that was Chatot. does not start with the letter M, also not a mythical. It's Zeraora. Zeraora, the electric kitty cat, Tony the Tiger looking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had Which is a interesting because movie one of my favorite it. Uh, that was one of the clues, buddy. Uh, one of my favorite monsters to hunt in Monster Hunter is also an electric kitty cat. It never made it into shuffle, so I'm um, out. And everybody's seen the shiny because you got one for free. Didn't meet meet the cut. I don't think I picked up a shiny Zerora at any point. Did I? Would have been in your Where Pokemon would I have home. That? Pokemon home. Oh, that's like, uh, there's something about Pokemon Home that I find repulsive. And it's a year and it's still bad. I just, uh, but you, you remember even when it came out, it was like, oh, I got to install this. I got to yeah. use it. I just like, I don't know what it is. I just like, I don't want a Pokemon Home. I don't know what it is either. It's like when I'm scrolling through Pokemon Home versus scrolling in Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go, like looking at your Pokemon and scrolling through, just feels like a better experience. Well, I don't even. I I always I mm. actually have just now realized I didn't even install Pokemon Home on my new phone when I got my new phone. I, oh. I still have it on my old phone, but I don't have it on my new phone because I just I'm so repulsed by it. <laughs> is there are there any trivia's about no. Zero Aura? It was uh, in a really bad movie that upset most people. Yeah, I mentioned that. It wasn't even in the movie for like more than like five minutes. <laughs> and Ash was such a jerk to it, too. Oh, God, I hate that movie. Zara's the only electric-type mythical Pokemon. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pure electric, right? Or, oh, mythical. Never mind. Yes, yes. In the Isle of Armor DLC, in order to attain a shiny Zeraora, a Dynamax Zeraora would be required for one million players, making it the only mythical that could be encountered in max raid battles. Interesting. In Pokemon, That's kind of a stretch for a trivia, but sure. Okay, hold on. I don't know if this is a typo on Bulbapedia. 
in Pokemon the movie, colon, the power of us, colon, Zeraora's story. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Zeraora is described as being born in an explosion called by a lightning bolt striking the mouth of an erupting volcano. I mean, that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Pokemon the movie, colon, The Power of Us, colon, Zeraora's story is a tie-in manga adapt, uh, adaptation. Ah, yes. Oh, I was thinking of going to the source today, too. I wonder if they have it there. Oh, I doubt it. Is the source still open, Greg? Please tell me yeah. the source is still open. Okay. They got a lot of mangas. They do. But I don't, I don't know that they have a huge amount of... I've never really seen a huge amount of Pokemon manga there, mm. but I granted, I haven't... I've seen I haven't some very in a obscure very long mangas there. Are you ready for this week's Pokemon of the Week? Born ready. Fair warning. Again. <laughs> Listen to all of the words. You Tomorrow, just said only the last ones count. That was the last... That was last week. Tomorrow, Sunday, February 7th, 2021, is a very special day for Brent's husband because of the spotlight on a particular Pokemon. If you consider the first three Pokemon types we encounter in most games, there is only one Pokemon, without requiring a hidden ability or being related to a camel, that is the exact opposite of this Pokemon. You may need to consult with an oracle to find the answer. Look, I made it so short, nobody can have <laughs> lost track of the path of that particular clue right there. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Whoa, this is the first podcast in a long time. We didn't do any Pogo news. Weird. I mean, I guess they oh, announced everything after. for February, and then we called yeah, it a day. It. Yeah, and the the real February event's tomorrow, so. Yep. Yeah, Roselia, by the after this goes up and then i'm sure we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about for you know i do want to mention one thing i i do get this a lot during twitch chat i do want to clarify this so the the shiny mew thing and the uh the canto event uh i do want to clarify this so uh some people are worried that they're going to spend twelve dollars and not get the mew or some people don't know if they'll have time to do it uh, there are two different events, and this is what you need to, like, the Kanto event from 9 to 9 on Saturday is not the Mew event. There, there are two different events. Think of it like um, Pokemon Go Fest, where Saturday had the Shadow Mewtwo event, and Sunday had the Victini event. There will probably be overlap in the two different events like for example you might have to catch you know 50 unique pokemon to go to the mew quest line but you need 150 to finish the kanto event quest line that being said as long as you pick up the mew quest you will be guaranteed your mew the problem why will never got victini is because Will never opened the app on Sunday as a ticket holder Ooh. to accept the Victini quest. But if Will was... Blame my bad son for that. If Will was mm -hmm. to accept the Victini quest, even after the Sunday is over, he would, he would have still been able to do the Victini quest, but he never accepted it. So, yes, it is possible, I suppose, you could spend $12.99 and then never log in at all between Saturday and then never get the quest. 
But as long as you spend the $12.99 and accept the Mew quest, you will eventually be guaranteed a shiny Mew, even if you don't get it that Saturday. And based on what Niantic has said, the Mew quest is extremely long and tedious. I'm sure of hardcore players will finish it the day of. I mean, there are already people at level 50 in Pokemon Go. Uh, but just so you know, if you spend the $11.99 and you cannot play all day on Saturday, it's okay. You'll still be able to get your Mew. You just have to log in. But that being said, I'm sure Niantic will clear that up as we get closer to that event of exactly what is needed to accomplish that. But I just wanted to clear that up for people who are on the fence about spending $12. Okay. With that being said, uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Will is at Washing the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. Uh, Greg is at White Wing. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, and Twitter at PKMNCast. Uh, Reddit is r slash super effective. I do stream every Tuesday, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday on Twitch, twitch.tv slash PKMNCast. And that is it. I think that's our show. I'm probably forgetting something. We'll cover it next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super shout out to all those people that wanted me to shout them out. You know who you are. Yeah, I'm throwing my dude in there, too. Yeah, all of them. So good job. Venmo or PayPal, I take (laughs) them both. Send that money. This podcast is supported by our Patreon backers. If you would like to support on Patreon, you can head over to ise.cash to support us. A shout out to our producers of this episode. Starting with Catherine, Courtney, Kay, Matthew, Jetsy, Patrick, Bovine, Casey, Brady, Steph, Brian, Stephen, and Kevin. And our executive producers of Spencer and Anthony. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. And have a great rest of your week.